0: Welcome to Pivot, a podcast hosted by Katie Day, where we find out how business owners have been pivoting their businesses to stay relevant and successful. Hey guys, what's going on? Katie Day with the Movement to Texas team with Cobalt Banker in Houston, Texas. Today I'm joined by two um, Napa real estate agents, two of my favorite people in Northern California, Josh and Ryan. What's going on, guys? How are well, you? Hello. Um, how's, how's, uh, how are things in California right now?
1: It's pretty crazy.
2: It's insane right now. It's, yeah. I'd say especially Northern California. I can't speak for the rest of the state, but yeah. up here,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think some of the cities might be might be hurting a little bit just because of like the dense population. But I know, um, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll obviously dig into that. So um, for people that don't know you all, um, I guess if you guys could tell a little bit about yourselves. I know you did real estate separately, and and you know in the recent past have kind of joined forces um so if you guys want to go into a little bit of your you know background and then you know i'll let josh josh start yeah (laughs)
2: so at least i get (laughs) something in before you go yeah totally uh so yeah born actually I'm, i'm born and raised here in napa california so up in northern california about an hour hour northeast of san francisco um born here my dad was a real estate broker he started real estate probably when i was about five Um, And so I kind of grew up just watching that, although I do it very different than he did. And he never really he never really brought like he brought work home, but he didn't push it on us. So I just still didn't really know what he did. I knew he helped people buy and sell houses. That was it. <laughs> I remember time balloons for like closing gifts when I was like a little kid and like stuff like that. I definitely know he exploited us and brought us to listing appointments sometimes because it's like, Hey, look, I'm hungry kids, you know, <laughs> 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 but that was either. So I grew up around it. I was homeschooled growing up as well. And so it was a nice, uh, it was really cool to have the flexibility of us being homeschooled and my dad doing real estate. So we were just able to go on like road trips as a family in the middle of, the school year when other people couldn't or long trips like that. So I just grew up watching it when I came time for me to decide what the hell I was going to do with my life. It was hospitality because it's Napa, California. So hospitality was first and foremost. I think Ryan said kind of same thing. We do hospitality. Then after I was going to school and real estate was that, that thing that I knew and I love Napa and I'm very familiar with the area. And so it was almost like a natural choice. So I went ahead and just studied that, um, got my license and then here we are eight years later, <laughs> right? Yeah. Good
0: deal. And, and Ryan, what and about you?
1: Kind of a similar background. And I think that's why, uh, you know, Josh and I made such a cool dynamic duo um, because my mom um, is also a real estate broker in New York. I was born and raised in New York. So I'm a transplant here to California. Um, what brought me out to California was school. So I went to Sacramento State, um, oh, yeah, both of us. as, as Josh. Um, we later found that out. Uh, got nice. my degree in communications. Um, and obviously after, you know, you're in your senior year and you're like, what are you going to do, um, you know, with, with this degree that that took you forever to get and cost you a fortune? Um, and so I, I didn't want to do real estate at first. I, I honestly didn't just because it was already in the blood. Um, I had a couple of family members in real estate. Um, but my aunt, who lives out here in, in uh, Northern California, said, you know, you'd, be, you'd probably be really good at, at real estate. And my wife was also kind of pushing me um, towards that direction, too. They just saw my ability to, um, you know, connect with people. Um, and I'm a very um, analytic and systematic person. Um, so to be able to create my own systems and do things my own way um, was really um, refreshing and encouraging to me to kind of progress towards that arena. Um, so I gave it a shot. So I what I did was, is I, I talked with my aunt, she's a transaction coordinator in Napa. Um, and I said, Do you mind if I just kind of follow you around just to kind of get the vibe of the office and kind of the yeah. feel for the industry? Um, because it was, a, you know, it's it was probably about a decade since the last time, you know, I saw my mom doing it, you know, because I've been out here for quite some time. Um, and I fell in love with it. It was the first day. I was like, I love the energy of the people, just the the vibe, the selling of real estate. You know, that was right at the time where kind of million dollar listing was picking up. So I'm a huge fan of that show. So that was yeah. kind of just cool. Just <laughs> to I don't know, like live like a, like live the lifestyle of like what you see on TV is, yeah. is what I imagined it at first. Obviously, yeah. as you and I and Josh know, that's not how it is at all. Um, but it was good to kind of strive for something and, and kind of have a goal. Um, so that's kind of where it, the magic all started. Um, and it's history from there, I guess, for me.
0: I feel like Million Dollar Listings is one of those things where it's like, you know, they shoot for a week for like a 30-minute episode, you know? So you're like, man, this seems so yeah. cool. And then you like get into it. You're like, oh, man, these, these deals take forever. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Literally take forever. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm still working. We're in Esker on a deal that I've been a part of for five years. Yeah. I mean, it, it really takes that long. Um, yeah, I mean, and so it's, it's I don't amazing. know. I don't
0: know what
2: takes so long. Ryan. I, I walked the buyers through one time we're in contract, so I really don't know what took you so long on this one.
0: <laughs> we can we can talk about later. I guess this, this seems like yeah. going down that path may be a long conversation. So it, it, um, it is a long conversation. Um, yeah. So what um what prompted you guys to d- decide to to join forces and kind of start a partnership? He Josh
2: was hesitant. <laughs> yeah, so he was Josh, hesitant.
0: Josh begged me. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, Wore you was, down. It, well, it was one of those things he joined the office and at first I was like who the hell is this? I thought somebody brought their kid to work. When I first met him, I thought someone brought their kid to the MLS meeting. And it was him being introduced as a new agent. And I legit thought, I was like, who brought their kid? Like, who dressed up their little kid and brought him out here
1: to work? I didn't have a beard.
0: My head was <laughs> shaved. I, I have I, seen, I'll have to dig it up for the video um, of, of, like, when we published this. Because um, the old headshots you guys posted from, like, oh, your first headshots, I, I could see you, you thinking that. Because, I mean, right? Ryan, like. Clean shaven, you you know,
2: yeah, he looked, yeah, so ages on your side, man. I was a baby, yeah, he was
0: a baby, and it was only six years ago,
2: right? And you're older than me, you're a year older than I am, but for whatever reason, anyways, I saw him work, and at first I was like threatened because I was the young go getter in the office, and then there was another one, and I didn't care when he was with another office, and then he joined our office, and then also it's like, and then watching how he worked, I was like, wait a minute, because I like traveling, and he's got a family, and I was like, what if we but he had just kind of worked with someone else and it didn't work out very well. So I think he was hesitant. So I I legit kind of kept wearing down. Like, come on, let's go do open house. Come on, blah, blah, blah. blah. Come on. And he was just like, I don't know if I'm, it was like really like he got out of like an abusive relationship. (laughs) And
0: I was like, come on. He was like, I just don't know if I'm ready.
2: That (laughs) kind of thing.
0: (laughs) And now three years later, you know, clearly it's, it's worked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: We, we quickly found out that the foundation um, just of, Of our belief system mixed with our business practices and and how we wanted an authentic business model and something um, that created just trust throughout the community with the style of business that we do Mm -hmm. um, was very important to us. Um, So we had that that commonality between each other and then everything else there that branches off is completely different. And I think that's what makes it work. Cause yeah. Josh is very much the hands-on person. Um, he's the socialite of us, too. I'm very awkward when it comes to really meeting with people in larger group formats and, and all of that. And he just, he works the room. And, and that's a gift that he has that I just don't have. Um, and I'm more of the, you know, the guy that's behind the scenes in a way that's working on our marketing and, you know, making sure that every word in the contract is read and, you know, more of that kind of auditing component to it to make sure that we're protected and mitigated. Um, and
0: so <laughs> everything's signed. Have, and... Yeah. And mean, yeah.
1: together it's, it, it's created something that's unstoppable in, in, in my opinion. And the the effects of that are just, you know, our business skyrocketing in in just six years. And we've only been partners for three of that. So the first three years were a real struggle trying to kind of create it and uh, make sure that it worked. And now, you know, Josh and I um, really have it dialed into what we want and what we need to make it successful.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, So as far as COVID and talking about kind of how things have changed, I think, you know, a lot of times people have been focusing on like all the things they can't do or like, you know, kind of the negative of everything that's going on. Um, so kind of on the flip side, what would you say would be like the biggest positive that you guys, either personally or professionally, um, I mean, I know you guys have been super busy work-wise, but, um, you know, what would you say would be the biggest positive you all have seen um, over the past few months this year?
2: Is it terrible to say COVID was good for business?
0: Well, I mean, I think that. like... Um, because
2: we're just specifically of where we're located though it did something huge from the bay we're right above the bay area like so we're north bay oh goodbye ryan (laughs) (laughs) we're right above the uh, the the bayers we're the north bay yeah and so when kind of the same i'm assuming the same way in texas when it hit people kind of going hey i don't want to really be in these cities anymore not right now at least and so you have luckily these a lot of millionaires, a lot of young, very affluent people going, Hey, I just don't want to be right here in the center of us. Even though it wasn't even hit bad, not crazy caseload or anything like that. It just, they just wanted to move away. And Napa County is the more rural of the Bay area areas. And we had our caseload was very, very low. And like that. we have the food in the restaurants. And so they're just kind of like, all right, we're going to go that way. Um, The biggest, benefit I saw for local, like local buyers was for the first like month and a half. No competition. There was no people from out of town coming in to compete. So it was just local buyers. And that was a real strange thing to see. And that I kind of tried to tell people, hey, this is your chance, because you don't have anybody come from the Bay Area and just come blow you out with cash offers. Um, and so it was the, the real estate market was slow, but it was really cool to see just locals. Just yeah. Napa folk buying Napa property because we're not really used to that. So I say that would be the best thing that happened for Napa. Yeah, for I, I, a month.
1: <laughs> I agree, and and it's it's just change. I mean, it's forever changing. Every week that goes by, mm-hmm. we have to adapt, and I think that's what's really important for a successful real estate agent is to be able to adapt to all of these changes. Specifically mm-hmm. yeah. in Napa, I mean, we've gone through fires, we've gone through floods, yeah. we've gone through earthquakes, now COVID. All within yeah. a six-year time frame, mm-hmm, yeah. um, so Josh and I really haven't had a normal year. Um, so this <laughs> is this. Yeah, I, I hate I hate to put a spin because there are a lot of people that are suffering, you know, economically and you know, health wise right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us in Napa, in a real estate, um, you know, o- overlook, we've been able to benefit from this pa- pandemic rather than um, you know be put in the back burner like all the other trials and errors that we've had to to overcome. Um, you know, with the world. So we've been having that, having that huge push from San Francisco, that high, you know, density population. They're looking at Napa as a a retreat, as just kind of a safe haven where there's space, low population and beautiful homes for a reasonable price. Now, when I say reasonable, when you go in down and and look at property in Silicon Valley in San Francisco, where you, it's a one bedroom studio house with 600 square feet that's selling for a million and a half dollars. Well, for a million and a half dollars up here in Napa, you can get a half acre, pretty decent home, um, yeah, you know, in a yeah, decent yeah. area. So,
0: um, yeah, I know some of some yeah. of the properties you guys post. I'm like, man, um, but yeah, for someone from San Francisco that's living in a studio, you know, building with three hundred other people, you know, that's definitely something that I'm sure is very attractive for sure. Oh, yeah. um, what What do you think are some of the specific things that have helped you guys? Um, you know, obviously in all of the things that you've gone through over the past six years, but like in order to stay relevant and stay connected with your clients and continue to work. Um, Cause I feel like it's really been like a tale of two, at least for real estate, like two industries over the past, like, what are we now? August, eight months, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like half the industry just kind of clocked out and was like, I can't work. We have a stay at home order and I'm done. And then the other half was like, well, I'm just going to put my head down and keep working. Um, you know, so what do you think specifically has like helped you guys to stay successful um over the past eight months
2: i would say oh go go ahead no you You go go. first okay
1: (laughs) so i think so first of all i think the one thing that we attribute to kind of our success through turns in markets and market shifts is the diversity of our business model so we work everything from luxury residential to normal residential to mobile home to land development commercial um, you know, we've sold apartment complexes. So we do a little bit of it all. Um, mm-hmm. and, and throughout the time that we've been practicing that we've kind of become experts in each one of those sectors. Um, so we're not, you know, we kind of keep it across the board, the same level of service, the same level of education in our business. Um, but we just adapt to them where other agents are a little bit scared to kind of travel into different areas um, of real estate just because of the unknowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh and I, we, we really um, embrace it. Um, and so when the luxury market kind of tanked a little bit right at the beginning of COVID, our bread and butter in the 500 to 800 range for us was really powerful and really moving. Um, but now that traction is, you know, being brought up and, you know, the luxury and ultra luxury buyers are starting to to make purchases. Now we're shifting back to, to the luxury of what yeah. we were focusing on at the beginning of the year. So we just yeah. kind of mold and shift. Um, I think another thing um, that attributes to it is just staying positive, staying positive through the ups and the downs. Um, there's no reason just to say well, that's it for now let me just put my head down and see what happens. You have to work towards your next success. Um, and so even when we had our downtime, we were home we were working on you know a little bit of ad copy for our BIOS yep. and we were you know going through our database and really cleaning it up and just doing maintenance yeah. um, because we knew that you know this is going to be very short term. Um, and so we knew that eventually things are going to change and pick up again just as every other cycle does. Um, and so we were just getting ready for that.
0: Yeah. We had a lot of projects that were on the back burner that just never, like, you know, they kept, that was like, next week. We'll do it next week. Yeah. We'll do it next week. So it was a good time to get all of that stuff kind of organized and done. So, yeah, I, I hear that for sure. Josh, did you have anything else you wanted to add?
2: Um, no, he said it all. No, um, <laughs> I think just, you know, just being out there and actually still being like, look, yes, stay at home order. If you're not essential, turns out, you know, whoop to do. We are essential, apparently. So, as of that week, we were or whatever, yeah. um, and to say, look, we're still out here working. We're still out here working. People are still moving. People are still buying. And I think that a lot of people were just like, oh, no one's doing anything, and we just kind of put ourselves out there, going, well, people may not be, but we are. And <laughs> and there were people that appreciated that. And then, okay, yeah. well, good, because they, at the end of the day, a lot of people are going, okay, this is this pandemic is out of our control, but there are certain things in our life that we can still control. And so we wanted to be there that and go yeah but we can still control what we're doing now let's keep working um and, and yeah be safe sure you know be cautious but at the same time I, not be fearful of it and just keep going yeah
1: and to, and to be clear because josh can be a little he could come across as a rebel in a way so we are taking all the precautions that are necessary required by law so we're wearing our masks we're posting the safety precautions we're using sanitizer and all of that but we're just
2: doing our Obviously. business with safety <laughs> See, that's we like Ryan. Always- and we know
0: who's legal, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He,
2: he's, like the, he's my asterisk on everything I see, say. See? Oh, so when Josh said that, what you really meant was, I'm like, no, I didn't. But okay, if that keeps me safe.
0: Um, that's why, like Ryan saying, like I went and shadowed a transaction coordinator, and I loved it. You know, Josh would be like, when are we gonna go sell houses?
2: Yeah, yeah okay. Exactly. okay. No, no. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> before I met this guy, I did all my own files, and I ran my files. Like butter, I loved running my own files, and so when we joined up, he's like, "Oh, I have a TC now that does things." I'm like, "Yeah, but I do that." <laughs> I was like. Oh, I like know,
0: at, you know? I
2: yeah. Mean, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, totally. But I just like knowing everything was. And I was yeah. just Kind of like so as whatever. I'm just defending yes. the fact that I can run a file.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to give up that control. Like whenever it you is. have like people running different things for you, so I I hear you on that. Um, cool. Well, that's kind of like as far as you know pivoting your business and, and all that um, kind of what I wanted to cover. Um, I had a, a oddball question for both of you. What's one thing that nobody knows about you or a fun fact about you that like, you know, people generally don't know? Anything interesting? Um, I don't know. That's a good one. I'm
2: trying to think of one for Ryan.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we're one for each other. That might actually be funnier than one for yourself. Yeah, I mean, one
1: for me, so before I came to California. Oh, okay, it's going to be um, for him anyways. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but um, <laughs> I could say a lot, but I'll keep it, I'll keep it PG. Let's <laughs> like, yeah, keep it PG here, guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, for me, I was really heavy into um, acting and singing prior to coming to California. So that was like a passion of mine that I did not continue to pursue when I moved out here when I was 18. So a lot of people didn't realize that, you know, I enjoyed singing and I enjoyed, you know, doing like radio and like all of that stuff was kind of a real that's exactly what I was going to school for until they dissolved that major. I was going to be a um, radio broadcaster back in 2005 before okay. God
2: does answer prayers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking back, okay. it probably wouldn't have been great, but you know, it is what it is. That's so that's something a lot of people don't know.
2: Okay. You got a no, that's face cool. Based for radio.
1: <laughs> that, that's true. I do. What's funny is
2: I know the thing I was gonna mention about you is like, oh, like he loves singing and dancing, like that, like you know, not (laughs) me. Okay, well, whatever. Your drama, the flair for dramatic was there. That is true. Yes. Um, for me, I was, well, okay, I'll go with kind of like the previous thought process or previous career desire. So before getting into real estate, when I was in high school, um, I was focusing a lot on going into the strategic intelligence community. So I went uh, to camp out at Patrick Henry college. I was thinking FBI or CIA, um, and was delving a lot into that. And then after I finally went out there and did this a week long training, Um, and kind of with exercises and all this stuff and kind of like an introduction to all the different, you know, the different communities besides just FBI and CIA, Mm -hmm. um, all that, I realized, wait a minute, this is not what I want to do with my life. (laughs) And so I'm so glad that I went and really dove into it. So that was like, that's where I was going to go. That was the college I was going to go to that pretty much just direct lineup internships all over the intelligence community. And then turned out that's not what I wanted to do. So, uh, I guess not a lot of people know that.
0: Yeah, no,
1: that's interesting.
2: Well, you Um, you got one for me, Ryan?
1: Well, I have one for both of us. So a lot of people, I mean, we do post about it in our social media, but it's kind of our our immediate sphere. Um, But for those that are just meeting us, Josh and I do adopt a block, which we've both adopted mm -hmm. um, a block. So we give our entire first half of our Saturdays um, back to our community. And that's 52 weeks out of the year. We're out there on site giving out food um, and all of that, um, every single weekend. And so a lot of people just think that we're, you know, super busy. We don't have, you know, a lot of time to to do anything else, but real estate, but honestly, we're giving back about probably 15 hours a week of, of our own time, um, to the community.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's really cool. And I've, I've seen that obviously like on social and things like that. Um, so it's mm-hmm. something that I think is, uh, it's really commendable. It's awesome. Yeah. I um, cool. Well, if, Someone was looking to move to Napa area um, and wanted to connect with you guys. where Where could they find you on social?
1: So on our Instagram, it would be niemeyer Diaz is our handle. Um that's our that's our fun um, social page. And then yeah. facebook is is all about business, and Facebook is just you know Ryan Niemeyer and then Josh Diaz.
0: So, yeah. cool. Good deal. Well, I appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day today to chat and, you know, kind of share what's been integral to your guys' success um, over obviously the past six years, but definitely this year as well. Um, Was there anything else that y'all wanted to add or say or anything like that? No,
1: just thank you for the opportunity to come on and chat with us. And we're really honored to, to be a part of
0: this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
2: Same. Thank you.
0: Good deal. Well, it was great to chat and I'm looking forward to when um hopefully we uh can see each other in person again. Oh, we, um, we will. Soon. I think
1: I, I think it's going to be New York 2021. I think that's when we're going to be able to see each other, right? I, I mean, we, I'm planning on
0: I'm planning on going to New York in 2021. I think so, like
2: come maybe, sooner. I would say maybe I'll try to
0: go out to California sooner. Yeah, uh, there you go. It's beautiful.
2: Harvest is just starting right now. It's going to be nice.
0: Yeah, good time of year. Awesome. All right. Oh, All right. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pivot. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and follow Katie on social media at MoveMe2TX to stay up to date in all things real estate.